Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of every single woman's favorite football podcast. Yes. yes. I love that. Every single one of them. I love that. It is our International Women's Day after all. Women's Day. Congratulations to all the women. Today's your day. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, it's not anymore. Oh. So, Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something that was borderline offensive. I'm not going to say it because I don't believe in it. Bad. Uh, I love women. Uh, and <laughs> welcome back to the Average Joe Football Show. <laughs> love uh, women. We're back, baby. Mm-hmm. We're back, Joe. I'm, and it's good to be back. It I is, missed it. it I was is. very sad for a while when we're not doing it. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, it was good to. It was good to take a break. We haven't recorded a show since uh, the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. Yep. Wow, so that was like a month ago almost. Yeah. Well, the Super Bowl was this the seventh, maybe. Okay, I don't, you don't know. I don't, Joe. I don't know the days. So Every mad. day is the okay. same. Okay. Every day is the same. But yeah, it's been about a month. Okay, it's been about a month. We're finally back, and it was good to take time off and miss it. You know, sometimes it can get a little stressful. Yeah. And we put in a lot of work to make this podcast as good as possible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you're making as much money as we are, you don't want to put out bad content. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because the sponsors mm-hmm. don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of sponsors, if, any, if anybody wants to sponsor this podcast, please. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it's, it was good to take a little break. And, and you know, in the famous words of my friend's uh, passenger, uh, you only know you love her. You uh, That's okay. No, no. Oh. It's, you only know you love her when you let her go. Yeah, exactly. So, you only uh, hate the hate the road when you're missing home. Yeah. And this is home. Only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Yeah. And this was our sun. Yeah. Right here. That's beautiful, Joe. Yeah. So. And we're back, baby. Oh, mm-hmm. man. It's like I almost forget how to do this even. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, it's been so long. It feels sometimes when you, uh, when we take, like we always have a week, obviously, in between recording. Sometimes even that feels like a month. Yes. It and now does. This, this feels like six months. Since the last time we recorded. When's the last time you rode a bike? Rode a bike? Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> probably last uh, year. Oh, okay. No, it's because I, I have a bike that I ride to work sometimes. Oh, yeah. You do that. Yeah, yeah. That's so weird. Uh, when's the last time you rode a bike? I don't know. It's probably been a few years. I don't even know if I remember. That's why. Just like I was I was thinking of, you know, how the, the pe- sometimes people say uh, it's like riding a bike mm. or something like that. You never forget. You never forget, but <laughs> are you worried that you forget, I forget how to ride a bike? <laughs> I have a, um, somebody told me one time that they legit, they legitimately forgot how to ride a bike. <laughs> how to ride a bike. They, uh, this was a, I, I won't say who it was just in case they have fear of being embarrassed, but they told me that they, you can say <laughs> this was a full grown adult that told me this. Uh, <laughs> I'll just bleep it out. We, we wrote, okay. So it was, uh, it was. um told me um and maybe this person might even listen to this podcast Uh, (laughs) they told me that uh they hadn't ridden a bike for a while and they got on their bike and they literally just fell right over (laughs) he just just (laughs) forgot how to ride a bike oh man Uh, i think he got he got the hang of it after a while but it's like (laughs) He just hadn't ridden a bike in a while and as a full grown adult, uh just fell down on a wow. bike. But listen, riding a bike's not as easy as, as, as people think it is, okay? Yeah, it, the concept is hard. Balance. It's 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 a real thing. It's kinda crazy to think that 
so many people can ride bikes mm -hmm. you know yeah or uh, swim swimming that's actually no you know what actually surprises me is that the amount of people that cannot swim that cannot swim like swimming seems like a like a no uh, that's a necessity like and it's also like a like a human reaction yeah is like you should know how to how to swim that, that's exactly how i feel like I, when people say they can't swim i'm like what do you mean you like you literally yeah. just like you hit the water and you're dead <laughs> you, you go down you, i quit it's over you yeah. just don't try if you start flailing your limbs around eventually you'll you'll i feel like you'll very quickly pick up on how to swim mm -hmm. like me you know i'm not talking olympic swimming but if yeah. you could swim good enough to survive for a little bit mm -hmm. longer i think now if you're stranded in the middle of the ocean and you're not a good swimmer probably dead but even that's if my biggest fear is being <laughs> stranded in the middle of the ocean i think i'd give up right away really instantly would I you think. just let yourself sink yeah probably really you'd rather drown <laughs> well what what you, if you you cannot see land anywhere around oh, i just you. start swimming i don't know oh my goodness just hope hope you're going the wrong, right way <laughs> oh, just hope i mean what can you do at that point you probably no. swim with the well it's like how in the current? heck did you get in the middle of the ocean anyways what's that so we just drop you there yeah i don't know because if that's the case See, that's then what then, yeah, that's sure. what i call an irrational fear yeah irrational mm -hmm. that's what i said you say any rational an irrational oh, fear and irrational i said it was an irrational <laughs> i think that means the opposite of what you're trying to say no nope. um no i i feel like i'm pretty good at treading i actually i know that i'm pretty good at treading water like, i can i can literally tread water for hours i've done it before I'm pretty good at doing the back uh, backstroke. No, just floating on my back. Okay, <laughs> you can only do that for holding so long. my breath. You know, <laughs> and just kind of peeking my head up. I, that's what I'm pretty good at. That's cool, and I'm sure that would in survival situations that would help you out for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, drowning is one thing that is uh, very scary to me. Oh, me as well. Uh, I, I'm a really, I not a really good swimmer. I, I, th I think in I'm a, a really good swimmer in the sense that I think. Out of my friend group, like my immediate friends, I'm probably the best swimmer. But that doesn't mean that okay. I'm like a really good swimmer. You think you're... Okay. Yeah. That's good. Do you not think that I'm a better My wife swimmer? says the same thing. That she's a really good swimmer? She says she's the best swimmer. Really? Yeah. She says she's a really good swimmer. All right. We're going to need to race at some point. Yeah, probably. You ever had swimmer... You ever had swimmer's, swimmer's ear? Swimmer's ear? Yeah. No. I don't swim a lot. I'm just good at it. Okay. If you're good at something, you don't do it for free. You didn't. You weren't on the swim team in high school, were you? I would never have gone on the swim team. Why not? Cause that's weird. We had a swim team. Yes, we had. You still gonna a swim team? <laughs> oh man, I should have. That would have been fun. Yeah. yeah. Think you would have been good at it? I think I could have gotten good at it. Okay. I have. I think I have the body for us. Like, uh, I. You do have a Michael I, Phelps. I, I do want to. I will want to be careful. I. I don't want to say that I have a swimmer's body in the sense that I have a nice body. I mean, I have a long, an elongated, <laughs> skinny body. You're long and skinny. Long and skinny. That's all. I streamlined. Yeah. I could be a good. You just need to shave your body hair. Yeah, and that's fine. I don't have that much. You think that actually makes a difference? How oh. fast you can swim? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I don't think that. I, I, I doubt it. Maybe if you have a ton of it. Would kind How of much wait, hair would wait. you have to have? Oh, I don't want to imagine. It's just a precaution. NASCAR drivers also shave all their body hair. What? Yeah, just so that if they catch on fire. I might have made that up. I don't know, actually. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. <laughs> that sounds real. I think some of them have beards. Yeah. Uh, well, that's up for debate, really. Okay. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, we're back and we're just already on a complete mm. rabbit hole. This is the Average Joe football show, after all. We're going to get into football. 
like we always do. In All the, the games that have been happening the past week. <laughs> every single game that has literally, we are going to talk about every single game that has <laughs> happened since you last heard from us. Um, no, but for real, there's been a ton of news. Uh, we're going to go over things that uh, happened. A ton of stuff happened while we were gone. We're going to talk J.J. Watt uh, getting released. He wasn't even uh, released when we last talked. Uh, he signed with a new team. We're going to talk. Uh, what else are we going to talk? Let me look. Let me look at some of the stuff. We're going to talk Carson Wentz getting traded. Uh, that finally happened. Uh, we're going to talk some Russell Wilson potential trade drama, some uh, Deshaun Watson trade drama, and also we had a ton, uh, three big things that three big news uh, things happened right, literally right before we started recording. Uh, just a ton of news dropped here on this Monday evening at eight oh five p.m. Eastern time. Uh, is it Eastern? It is Eastern. We're in the Eastern time I think zone. That's the most popular time zone. Oh, for sure it is. That's literally, I think Eastern time zone kind of runs, runs the show. Um, mm-hmm. What I'm saying is usually when you see something, it's like, uh, this time Eastern. No, yeah, for Imagine sure. Imagine being the place that has to always be like, okay, what's that in mind? Yeah, time? that's, I think about that too. Like uh, we have, I think we're very, very blessed in that sense. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about that very often. If something's in, in mountain time, I'm like, you've got to be kidding. What's that like? Seven hours back? <laughs> Seven in, hours up? Or is what? that in Europe? It's like uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Is that metric imperial? What is that <laughs> metric or imperial? Oh my goodness! Oh. Uh, no, but Joe, what did what did you, what, what did you do during, I was, during your break? Holy smokes! I'll tell you what I did today. A lot. I watched um, um, Age of the Samurai: Battle for Japan. Wow! It was the Sounds documentary that Travis and I were talking about the other night. Oh, nice. That I hadn't started watching it, but now I have. I have started watching it. My goodness, I love it. So cool. I love. I love the history of Japan. Yeah, you, you do. Know, the, yeah, all you that do. kind of stuff. So that's super neat of you. Yeah. So yeah. I, that's literally what I've been doing a lot of, just just w- watching stuff about uh, the history of Japan. Did you do anything interesting during the three four weeks that we had off? <sighs> no. Go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I went on <laughs> vacation and went to Maui. Finally, we're out of lockdown now here. So <laughs> I wish. Can you imagine? We are we out of lockdown. Oh, I mean, the okay, lockdown yeah, is I over. Guess. I just to me, but, co- to me, lockdown just means COVID. Yeah, uh, and you know what? I don't know about you, but the lockdown did not change much for for me at all. No, no, it never really does. No, I feel like it's just we're still working harder than ever. Actually, yeah. it's been a super busy. We were supposed to record this on a Saturday. Super busy weekend. A lot of stuff going on, both in our personal lives and work. Uh, work is we work at the same place getting so busy mm-hmm. right now and it's just going to get a lot busier so it's it's been a challenge making time for the podcast um but we we're recording this it's supposed to be re- it's supposed to release on a tuesday uh you'll probably have it on wednesday just because everything getting backed up and next week we might do something a little bit different with next week's release as well just because free agency being on a wednesday uh, kind of messes with some things. We don't want to release a podcast on a Tuesday about free agency and then having free agency happen literally the day after. It uh, feels like it'll be outdated the moment it goes up. But uh, stay tuned for that uh, on our socials and maybe we'll update you on that. Um, but yeah, during the break, I definitely did not do as much as I was hoping to do. Uh, you forget that just because you're taking a break from the podcast does not mean that you're taking a break from everything. Yeah. Life is still busy. <laughs> so just busy. one thing that you're taking a break from not yeah. like everything you know and you realize it does really this is not the thing that's keeping you the most busy nope uh work is crazy busy obviously i have a child coming up in 
Two months. Mm-hmm. Two months. To- literally tomorrow wow. exactly is our due date two months from now. Wow. Wait. What's what's a month? March? Yep. yep. April, May. Yeah, May 9th. So that's exciting times. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but I'm excited to be back in the podcast. Um, we have other things we were doing uh, during the break. We uh, we did some recording um, last week for a, a potential new project that we mm-hmm. have coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so stay tuned for that. Can't really say too much about it right now, but really excited for that. A little non-football related content. Pretty psyched. Uh, but yeah, Joe, unless you got anything else you want to say. No, man, I'm ready to talk about <laughs> the NFL. All right. <laughs> Joe, in case you guys don't know, this is the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Uh, I'm the guy who talks about football. Joe kind of just, he sticks around for the stuff that he enjoys. And then when it gets to the football stuff, he likes to sort of watch uh, steak videos on his phone, play some chess. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the producer. He does all the dirty work. The hard work. The hard, <laughs> the hard work. Yeah. And I get all the glory and that's the way that it's going to stay. Yeah. So why don't we just jump into a little bit of news. Right after that insanely long intro, that might have been the longest intro we've ever had. Just pure banter for 20-some minutes straight. So I apologize apologize to anybody who's tuning in for exclusively football. Uh, That probably wasn't the greatest thing for you. But now we're going to jump into a whole lot of football. We're going to talk everything that we missed while we were gone for those few weeks. And a ton of news dropped right, literally right before, as I was getting in my truck to come over and record this uh, a ton of news dropped. First up, Dak Prescott signs a four-year, $160 million contract with the Dallas Cowboys, $126 million guaranteed. The contract is uh, valued uh, up to $164 million with bonuses, I guess, but it's a $160 million contract a year uh, after, uh, not quite a year, but it happened during this last season, uh, Dak Prescott suffering that brutal, brutal injury uh, against the Giants this past season. Uh, Dak Prescott currently is 27 years old. Uh, and if you've listened to this podcast for the few months that we've been doing it, you know I'm extremely high on Dak Prescott. I love Dak Prescott. Uh, I think he's a, an extremely underrated quarterback. I think he's a top five uh, caliber quarterback. I'm not going to say that he's there. He was definitely playing at a top five level. Uh, before that injury last season, but uh, I, I'm extremely high on Dak Prescott, and I I, I love that finally uh, the Dallas Cowboys pulled the trigger on signing this guy to a contract extension. To me, he deserves it uh, so much. I mean, I don't understand how there are guys uh, like like uh, Jared Goff or or guys uh, I don't know Andy Dalton always got contract extensions. Uh, when it seems to me like Dak Prescott seems like a much better quarterback than a ton of quarterbacks that have, that just immediately get these contract extensions. Uh, Dak Prescott, like 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 I talked about last year, was playing at an MVP level. I thought he played uh, at a very high level the year before that. I think he he's an extremely talented quarterback, and I'm excited to see him stay there uh, in Dallas, surrounded by all those weapons, C.D. Lamb. Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott. I was extremely high on the Dallas Cowboys going to last season, uh, and it ended up not going so well. I mean, the Dak Prescott injury definitely uh, had something to do with it. I honestly think if Dak wouldn't have got injured, just based on how that defense kind of turned things around there at the end, they probably would have made the playoffs and and won that division. 
So I think I think they're in good position to win the worst division in football uh, with Dak Prescott returning. But yeah, exciting news for Dak Prescott. Uh, he finally signs that contract extension. His contract also uh, has a no-trade clause, which uh, if you have been paying attention to the NFL at all recently, means he'll probably be traded uh, in a year or two uh, with all the people with uh, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, uh, with the no-trade clause now seemingly potentially being traded this offseason. We'll get into that a little bit later. But Dak Prescott uh, signs a, a brand-new contract. Finally, Jerry Jones uh, gives the contract to Dak Prescott that I think he deserves. It's crazy that it took such a gruesome injury for the Cowboys to finally realize uh, that Dak Prescott is uh, worthy of that contract. And I think he will uh, exceed expectations. I, I will continue to be a Dak Prescott believer. I think he's an extremely good quarterback uh, and excited to see what he can do in the future. And then we move on to a couple other pieces of news that happened uh, just before uh, we started recording here. We have the Jets franchise tagging safety Marcus May. Uh, so he will not hit the open market. And also a few days ago, uh, the Broncos franchise tagged for the second time safety Justin Simmons. So a couple of safeties uh, off the market as far as free agency goes. I, a lot of rumblings about Justin Simmons potentially getting a contract extension. Marcus May, it seems like him and the Jets were kind of beefing over the contract. Uh, but he does get the franchise tag put on him uh, for now. So he will not be... Uh, a free agent uh, and then we had a trade happen right before we started recording and it was Isaiah Wilson the four, first round pick of the Tennessee Titans last year he was the 20 what was it the 29th pick uh, in the first round of the 2020 NFL draft played all of three snaps in one game for the Tennessee Titans had nothing but off the field issues uh, had a DUI uh, just did not seem to want to play football. He's been traded now uh, after one disappointing, disappointing is an understatement, a disastrous season uh, there in Tennessee. He is traded to the Dolphins uh, for a swap of seventh round picks. So the Tennessee Titans will get the Dolphins seventh round pick this year and the Dolphins will get the Tennessee Titans seventh round pick next year. That's insane to me that you have a first round pick a guy who was good enough to go in the first round, and he's now traded a year later, three snaps later, uh, for a swap of seventh round picks. That's the last last round of the the draft, seventh round. That's uh, that's insane. So Isaiah Wilson obviously tweeted a while ago that he's done uh, with the Tennessee Titans. He doesn't want to play with them anymore. There seems to be uh, there there was a huge rift there between those two. Uh, the, the Titans and, and and Wilson and you're you're hoping I guess if you're a Dolphins fan that I, you can get something out of Isaiah Wilson uh, he is going to team up with his former teammate Solomon Kinley there who's a who's a second year player as well uh, on that offensive line the Dolphins uh, taking a flyer on a guy with a ton of talent but did not show it at all last year all right and that kind of wraps up uh, the news the big news items anyways that we had ton of cuts and stuff happening of veteran players uh, for teams to clear up cap space. Um, the salary cap still has not been set by the NFLPA. There are rumors that uh, the NFLPA just is their lack of a decision uh, on deciding what the salary cap is going to be could actually push the franchise tag deadline back uh, a few days, which I don't know. I feel like that would then push free agency back. I haven't seen anything regarding that, but that could potentially happen. Free agency get, getting pushed back. Um, 
hopefully that doesn't happen because it would I would love to have some free agency to talk about. So on next week's episode, uh, we'll probably have a ton of free agency stuff to talk, pre-free agency or post-free agency. Not really sure what's going to happen next week, uh, but stay tuned for that. Um, but on today's episode, I want to spend more time just kind of talking about um, all the stuff that we missed while we were gone. Like I said, a ton of things happened uh, while we were gone. And first up, uh, one of the biggest things that happened while we were gone is something. And the thing that I want to start off by talking about was Carson Wentz being traded uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Indianapolis Colts uh, for a 2021 third round pick and a conditional 2022 second round pick. Uh, so the Eagles trade the former MVP candidate uh, to the Indianapolis Colts for a third round pick and a 2022 second. Uh, and the condition on that is if uh, Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps uh, during this upcoming season, that becomes a first round pick. Uh, or if he plays 70% of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs, that also becomes uh, a first round pick. So uh, that's looking pretty good for that to become a first round pick uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles now have a record-breaking uh, dead cap hit by by trading uh, their former franchise quarterback uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. It's thirty-eight or sorry, thirty-three point eight million dollars that they're going to be paying Carson Wentz, a player that is not on their roster next season. They're paying thirty-three point eight million dollars. That sort of goes to show just how far. The relationship between Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles has fallen. Uh, if you get rid of a guy and you're still you're you're so much prepared to get rid of a guy that you're going to pay him almost forty or sorry almost thirty five million dollars uh, not to be on your roster, uh, that's insane uh, to me. It's so crazy to see how far Carson Wentz has fallen. Um, he. Uh, was like we talked about, he was a potential MVP candidate just a couple years ago. Uh, and now he couldn't even get outright a first round pick uh, in a trade. And it always seemed uh, like the Indianapolis Colts were the team uh, that Carson Wentz would end up on. It, a lot of other teams just didn't make a whole lot of sense. There were other teams like the Chicago Bears that were potentially interested. Uh, apparently Carson Wentz was not on board with going to the Chicago Bears. But the Indianapolis Colts from the beginning really seemed like the most logical uh, destination for Carson Wentz. Uh, Frank Reich was his offensive coordinator there in Philadelphia when they had that Super Bowl run. Obviously, Carson Wentz was injured during that Super Bowl run. But uh, Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator for Carson Wentz uh, during that uh, incredible MVP candidacy that he had there in Philadelphia. And, and I like this move by by the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I talked about it with a couple of my Colts friends. Uh, it sounded like I was trying to say close friends, but Colts friends. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a couple of my friends that are Colts fans, um, I talked about it with them. And, and they seem to be cautiously excited. And I and I think that's, that's, that's a good way to be with this trade. I think it's a smart move. Uh, Frank Reich seems like he he would be the guy if anybody is going to fix what Carson's, Carson Wentz was last year. Uh, and Carson Wentz was bad 
last year. Don't get me wrong. I talked about it time and time again on this podcast, uh, how just how unbelievably bad Carson Wentz was last year. He was one of the worst quarterbacks in the history of the NFL uh, last year. He was just atrocious. But I, you got to think, if anybody can get the best out of him, if anybody can fix him, it's Frank Reich. And if you do fix him, you now have your franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. I, he's on a somewhat reasonable contract, especially if he gets back to playing uh, at a high level. He's on a very, very reasonable contract. And if you can't fix Carson Wentz, uh, Indianapolis can actually cut him outright uh, after this upcoming season and pay no dead cap money whatsoever. So you move on from, let's say you're... you're uh, five, six weeks into the season, Carson Wentz is not fixed. He's just never going to be the same. You bench him so he doesn't get those 75 to 70% of the snaps. Uh, and then you don't give up your first round pick going into next year. That that remains a second round pick. Uh, to me, it's just it's a, it's, a, it's a low risk, high reward move for the Indianapolis Colts. I really like it. And, and as for the Eagles, I mean, you had to do this trade because Carson Wentz just did not want to be there in Philadelphia anymore. Uh, he made it abundantly clear he was not uh, on board with being uh, an eagle any longer. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles just absolutely have to rebuild this upcoming uh, couple of years. I mean, they are they are in cap hell right now. They are over $40 million over the salary cap right now. Uh, and we don't even totally know what the salary cap is going to be yet. But just based on projections right now, they're projected to be 44 $40 million over the cap. And now they're playing $33 million in dead cap to Carson Wentz. Uh, I, th- I think it could be a long couple of years there for Philadelphia. It's crazy to see how far they've fallen since that Super Bowl uh, championship. We thought that they might be a potential dynasty. Doug Peterson was one of the best coaches in the NFL. And now Doug Peterson is gone. Uh, Carson Wentz is gone. Nick Foles is gone. Uh, just that whole team is 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 really going to be gone. They're they're going to cut a lot of guys. Alshon Jeffrey's gone now. Deshaun Jackson he wasn't there for the Super Bowl, but he's gone now. Uh, just it's crazy to see how far they've fallen. And now there's rumors about them potentially going and looking at a quarterback to draft uh, in the first round. I think that is so stupid. I I I don't think that's a good move for Philadelphia whatsoever. I think you got to give Jalen Hurts a chance. I mean, even if it's going to be with this brutal roster that I think they're gonna they're gonna have this upcoming year it's it's gonna be a tough year for everybody but you might as well see what you can get out of Jalen Hurts I thought he played well enough to deserve to deserve another shot a full season as the starter and maybe you can bring in a guy in the draft like like a Jamar Chase or a Devontae Smith to come and help that uh, receiving core and get Jalen Hurts more weapons but this is a move that you had to make getting rid of Carson Wentz and they made it and you really were never going to come out the winner in this. You never really come out the winner uh, when you trade uh, a franchise quarterback, even if he did struggle last year. Uh, but they finally trade him. And for the Colts, I-, I like it. For the Eagles, you had to do it. And it's probably going to be a-, a tough couple of years there uh, for Philadelphia Eagles fans. Real quick before we move on to the next uh, little piece of think- piece of news that we missed while we were gone. Um, a little tidbit that came out of this Carson Wentz trade and also the Jared Goff trade uh, that we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, Jared Goff getting traded uh, to the Detroit Lions for Matthew Stafford. Um, with that trade, uh, the Carson Wentz trade, um, first round quarterbacks from 2009 to 2016, 
there are zero quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round that still play for the team that drafted them. That's insane. That's 0 for 22 first round quarterbacks that play for the team that drafted them. And I went back and I and I found all the quarterbacks, all 22 quarterbacks. I thought it would just be a fun little, and this might only be fun for me. Who knows? This might only be fun for me to go back and look at where the quarter, the 22 quarterbacks uh, that were drafted in the first round since 2009 uh, are now. And the first one would be in 2009. The first pick of the draft was Matthew Stafford. And we just talked about him going to the Los Angeles Rams. He obviously played uh, a long career there in Detroit, recently got traded to the Rams. Then you have Mark Sanchez, who was the, the second quarterback in the 2009 draft. He's retired now. Uh, Josh Freeman, that's a name that I almost didn't remember. He's also retired now. And then you move to the 2010 draft. You have Sam Bradford, who was the first pick in that draft. Uh, he's now retired or a free agent. I couldn't really see anything. Uh, I couldn't find any information as if to whether he retired or not or if he's just a free agent. But he uh, is not currently on a roster. Tim Tebow was the second quarterback uh, picked in the 2010 NFL draft. He's retired now. He just retired from baseball as well. He's retired twice already. Um, and then 2011 draft, Cam Newton. Uh, he's on the Patriots now. He's he's set to be a free agent after this season. Um, uh, Jake Locker, <laughs> who's retired. Blaine Gabbert, uh, who's in Tampa Bay now as Tom Brady's backup. And Christian Ponder, who's also retired. Man, that 2011 draft class, other than Cam Newton, you have Jake Locker, Blaine Gabbert, and Christian Ponder, the other quarterbacks. That is, that's crazy to look back. A lot of these drafts, it's crazy to look back and see which quarterbacks went in the first round. It's crazy to see uh, how many quarterbacks just don't don't pan out, just don't work out in the NFL. And then the 2012 draft, you had Andrew Luck going number one. He's obviously retired now, retired early. Robert Griffin III, he was on the Ravens now for a long time. He's a free agent now. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, he's no longer on the Dolphins. He's playing for Tennessee. And then Brandon Whedon, uh, who's also, like, it's crazy. Brandon Whedon was a first-round pick. Uh, he's a free agent. And then 2013, Johnny, man, oh, no, this sorry. 2013 was EJ Manuel was the only quarterback. EJ Manuel was the only quarterback selected in the 2013 uh, NFL draft first round. The first round of that draft was EJ Manuel. He's long retired. Uh, and he definitely did not pan out there for the Buffalo Bills. Um, and then you have uh, the 14 draft, Blake Bortles, who's currently a free agent. Johnny Manziel, uh, who's a quarterback of the Fan f fan Football League, something like that. Fan Controlled League, FCF, I think it's called. Uh, the 7-on-7 seven -seven League, he's a zapper. That's what his team is called, the Zappers. Uh, so he's definitely not in the NFL anymore. Teddy Bridgewater is playing for Carolina. Uh, after playing for the Vikings and then the Jets and then the Saints. And then Jameis Winston was on the Saints. Uh, he's now a free agent or he's going to be a free agent. Marcus Mariota, no longer on the Titans in the 15 draft there with Winston. He uh, is on the, the Raiders now as well. Um, and then the 16 draft, we had Jared Goff, like we talked about it on the Lions. Carson Wentz is on the Colts and Paxton Lynch. Probably one of the worst first-round picks in NFL history. Uh, he's a free agent. He was just such a disaster there for Denver. So that, I think it's kind of interesting to go back and see just 
how bad some of these first round picks were on these quarterbacks. I mean, the fact that EJ Manuel was the only quarterback drafted in the 2013 draft is hilarious to me. That's 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 insane. And you have guys like Blake Bortles going in the first round, Johnny Manziel. I mean, in that 2011 uh, draft class with Jake Locker, Blaine Gabbert, and Christian Ponder. That is just brutal. My goodness gracious. And then you get some names that you almost forgot about, like Josh Freeman. That's so crazy how much things can change, how much parity there is uh, in the NFL to have 0 for 22 first round picks, uh, first round quarterbacks currently on the same roster that drafted them since 2009 all the way to 2016. And the next piece of uh, news that happened while we were gone was J.J. Watt uh, being released uh, by the Houston Texans. uh, Houston Texans, rather, uh, he requested to have his release everybody uh that is associated with the, with the houston texans wants out at this point uh we've obviously talked about deshaun watson wanting out and now jj watt he went and met with the ownership uh met with the coaching staff and said hey i want out i want uh to go play somewhere else he wants to go chase a ring um so he got released and then he had a, a little free agency tour and he was just loving it you could tell jj watt he's a guy he loves attention. He loves getting all the attention on him. And he was just enjoying every single moment of it. Whether it was tweeting, free agency is crazy. Or or uh, st- or the Peloton thing that happened. So, I mean, that wasn't totally on him. But there was, a, you know, Peloton, Joe, the, the bike that people have um, where you can like, you race people or like you, you try to beat their scores. Yeah, I, I vaguely know, mostly because it pops up on every single YouTube video <laughs> that I watch. Yeah, yeah, okay, Peloton. I think it's like you can race, or you can not race, but it's like you can beat your friend's scores on this biking thing. You basically exercise bike. Um, and mm-hmm. somebody had made a, a, it was called KJ Watt, but it looked like a JJ Watt page on Peloton. And on there it said um, Super Bowl 56 uh, and then it said like Cleveland Pittsburgh Buffalo those are just the teams that he was rumored to go to so people are like oh my goodness JJ Watt has this I don't know how anybody genuinely thought that that was real but people were just eating that up they thought that oh JJ Watt is giving us hints on his Peloton page uh, but oh, then did, wow yeah JJ Watt came out and said no I don't even have a Peloton which is, I, I don't know about that, man. He definitely has a Peloton. Um, but uh, it seemed like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, Green Bay, teams like that were kind of the favorites to land J.J. Watt. It seemed like that's where he was going to go. Uh, he wanted to go to a, a contender. Uh, and those were the teams you heard over and over and over again, especially teams like Buffalo uh, and Cleveland. Uh, they, those seemed like, in Green Bay, it seemed like just it, would, it made sense for, for J.J. Watt, a guy who's from Wisconsin, to go back to Wisconsin. Uh, and, and join a really good football team. But then J.J. Watt kind of shocked everybody uh, by signing with the Arizona Cardinals a two-year, $28 million contract uh, to reunite with DeAndre Hopkins on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, including myself, extremely surprised by this decision. I don't hate this decision. I was definitely very surprised. Uh, he did say he wanted to win a Super Bowl ring. I don't know if this was the best place uh, to go to win a Super Bowl ring. Um, I'm excited to see what him and Chandler Jones can do together. I think that's an exciting combination. Chandler Jones will forever be one of the most underrated uh, 
edge rushers in the NFL. He's just a guy, uh, yeah, aside from his injury last year, he flat out produces every single year. And I think you lined J.J. Watt, one of the best pass rushers we've ever seen in NFL history. Uh, sure, he might have taken a step back. He might not be the guy he used to be because of all the injuries. Uh, you line him up beside uh, Chandler Jones. I think that's that's a recipe for disaster for a lot of teams uh, that have to go against that uh, that pass rush. I think that's going to be something special. Now, potentially, Hassan Reddick doesn't get re-signed there in Arizona. But I think him and Chandler Jones definitely could be uh, an extremely fun combination if it works out, if everybody's healthy and everybody's uh, firing on all cylinders. And I saw over and over um, the the narrative that people are pushing that, oh my goodness, why in the world, if J.J. Watt wants to chase a ring, why on earth uh, would he sign with the Arizona Cardinals? And to a certain extent, I understand that. Uh, there were definitely teams that are better um, options to go to and to sign uh, if you want to win a Super Bowl ring. But let's not, people are acting like there's legit no chance in the world that the Arizona Cardinals are going to win the Super Bowl. I think, uh, I don't think that they are a favorite, a Super Bowl favorite uh, or anything along those lines. But people are acting like he signed with, I don't know, like the Jacksonville Jaguars or something. Like, like a team that is bottom of the barrel. The Arizona Cardinals were really good at times last year. And I think, I think... Uh, adding J.J. Watt makes them better. And in, I've seen rumors that they're not done. They want to load up more in free agency. They want to take advantage of the fact that they have a young quarterback who's really good. They have DeAndre Hopkins now. They have J.J. Watt. Um, I, I don't think it's far-fetched to imagine them going on a run, similar to what we saw uh, from the Carolina Panthers um, in 2016, I, I think it was, where it's like they might not have been the most talented team uh, in the NFL, but Cam Newton had an incredible year. Uh, you could have Kyler Murray playing kind of the role of Cam Newton. They had a good defense with Josh Norman, uh, Thomas Davis, Luke Keekley. And now you have J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones. If they bring back Hassan Reddick, um, they have Buda Baker. I mean, th there is talent on that roster. I think there's still a ton of holes, but to act like there's absolutely no chance that J.J. Watt can win a ring with the Arizona Cardinals, I don't think that's I don't think that's realistic. I think the the Arizona Cardinals uh, have a chance, especially if all of a sudden Russell Wilson gets traded in that division, and then you the quarterbacks that you have to go against are Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, and then I guess Matthew Stafford, who uh, who who is probably going to have a good season. We're not totally sure. Uh, it is a whole new system, but I, I don't think it's insane to think that uh, Arizona could in the next two years of that contract become a legitimate Super Bowl contender, a, a Super Bowl sleeper. So let's not act like J.J. Watt just completely threw winning a ring at the window and he's like, no, I'm just going to go get paid. I don't think that's the case at all. I think this is a really fun signing uh, for both J.J. and for the Arizona Cardinals. And I'm excited to see what this team does in free agency. Uh, the Cardinals have always been a team that I enjoy uh, watching. I always loved Larry Fitzgerald. I'm not sure if he's coming back yet. But I think there's a lot of talent. Uh, there's also quite a few holes. But uh, this team, I think uh, they could be a little frisky next year. And now to close out the show, uh, we're going to end things with uh, a ton of quarterback drama. Uh, we, we've, we've talked a few times about Deshaun Watson uh, and his trade demands, the fact that he no longer wants to be uh, in Houston. Uh, but during the break, during our break here, 
uh, on the average Joe football show. Uh, there was another uh, elite level quarterback, a top five level quarterback, uh, an MVP candidate from last year uh, in Russell Wilson, uh, who looks like he potentially could want out of Seattle. Um, this is uh, pretty crazy to imagine, uh, even just the beginning of last year, uh, that Russell Wilson uh, seemingly wants out of Seattle. He always seemed like the kind of guy uh, that just uh, is super loyal. He, I mean, people always talk about him saying "Go Hawks," and like he's just he's all in on on the Seahawks. He's always saying "Go Hawks" after every interview and stuff like that. Uh, but he apparently met with the Seattle or the organization uh, and and really came with some some demands. And he's not happy the way that things are. And and I think it all kind of started uh, with an interview. I think he had on on the Dan Patrick show. I think it was the Dan Patrick show. I'm not going to say for sure, uh, but. Uh, he had an interview where he said, uh, I've been sacked way too many times in my career. Uh, basically, something along those lines, how something needs to change. I've just been sacked too much. Uh, and apparently, he actually had a meeting uh, with the organization, with the owner, and and, and, and I guess the, probably the coach and the general manager. Um, and he kind of came with three big demands. And this is uh, according to uh, what Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated reported. And, and he kind of said... Um, things along the lines of he wants a different offensive philosophy. Um, he was he was not satisfied with the way the offense was running, especially at the end of last year. Uh, we saw how the Seahawks offense came out so hot at the beginning of last season. Like it was in one of the best, if not the best offense in football through the first three, uh, probably three or four weeks. Uh, everybody was saying, let Russ cook. Russ is finally cooking. He's going to win the MVP. And then the offense just kind of fell flat. Uh, and I think Russell Wilson's kind of tired of this kind of run-first offense that Pete Carroll has implemented there in Seattle. Um, and he kind of wants to... A lot of rumors say that he kind of wants to go uh, to a team where he can kind of play the Patrick Mahomes role, where he's like, he's the guy in in the offense. He They they let him cook, like, like people were saying uh, during last season. Uh, they let him be the guy. They let him take control and just and just uh, do his thing. And that was apparently one of the demands that he had. He wants a different uh, offensive philosophy. Uh, he wants the offensive line fixed. He wants legitimate fixes. Seattle has has actually invested more draft picks into the offensive line uh, than any other team uh, in the NFL over the last few years. But they just miss on so many of these draft picks. And I think Russell Wilson is saying. Why don't you go out and sign some free agents, sign some guys uh, to help fix the offensive line? Because I've been sacked so much. Uh, and, and a lot of people say that a lot of those sacks are Russell Wilson's fault. Uh, apparently, he does not think that that's the case. He wants legitimate uh, problems solved there at the offensive line position. And the third thing that he wanted was communication. Uh, he wants a say in what happens in the organization. And this is something that we're seeing a lot with, with franchise quarterbacks now. Uh, I think the NBA kind of brought this uh, into the NFL is, is players having more control players. Uh, you know, people always talk about LeBron James in the NBA and how he is basically the general manager of whatever team he's on. I don't think that, that Russell Wilson or, or guys like Aaron Rodgers or whatever, who have said this in the past uh, want to be the general manager, but they just want some say in, in what direction the organization goes in. 
Uh, they want some say in, hey, if I really like this certain free agent, maybe you make an effort to go out and get that free agent, which makes sense. You would think that if you have a franchise quarterback, uh, a top five level quarterback, a, a Hall of Fame level quarterback, you would want to please him. You would want to make him happy. That makes a ton of sense. Uh, and then there was also uh, Russell Wilson's agent coming out and saying that Russell hasn't hasn't technically um, requested a trade. He's he's open to staying in Seattle, uh, but he has released um, some teams that he has as desired destinations, teams that he wouldn't mind going to. And I guess one of these is eliminated now with the news that dropped today. Uh, but we had New Orleans as a potential uh, candidate, uh, Dallas, Las Vegas, and Chicago. And obviously Dallas just signed Dak Prescott. Who knows, maybe they would trade Dak Prescott in that contract for Russell Wilson. Uh, but uh, the Saints, the Cowboys, the Raiders, and the, and the Chicago Bears. Um, and, and if you're asking me if I really think that Russell Wilson is going to get traded, um, I, I it's hard to tell. I mean, a lot of a lot of crazy things are happening this offseason. I, I think a lot of crazy things will happen this offseason. Uh, and I think the 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 idea of quarterback empowerment in the NFL is, is a real thing. And I think that um, we're going to see a lot more of this. If a quarterback just isn't happy where he is, it's no longer, okay, I'm just going to play 20 years like Dan Marino did uh, for the Dolphins. Never won a Super Bowl. They could never put the team around him. And I think quarterbacks are, are not, that's not going to happen anymore. Uh, I was listening to the Around the NFL podcast a few weeks ago, and they had Connor Orr, uh, a writer at Sports Illustrated, on uh, and he was talking about how uh, he was talking to Jordan Palmer, uh, who is is one of the bigger, he's Carson Palmer's brother, uh, the former co- quarterback in the NFL. Also, Jordan Palmer was a quarterback in the NFL, uh, but he now trains a ton of guys. He trains guys like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Sam Darnold, guys like that. He's trained, and he's he's talking about how he is training so many guys, and there's guys from Europe uh, who 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 come over and they're training with Jordan Palmer to try to become franchise quarterbacks and how uh, there are guys, so many guys on college rosters right now that have the ability to be uh, legitimate starters in the NFL that we're going to see an influx of quarterbacks uh, in the coming years in the NFL. And I don't think that's a crazy thought. There was a while, not that long ago, it seemed like, um, we didn't have enough quarterbacks in the world to to have each third each of the 32 teams to have a starting quarterback. And it's crazy to think that uh, there could potentially be so many quarterbacks that there's going to be really good quarterbacks that are just not going to have starting roles. And and that's kind of what Jordan Palmer thinks we're going to see here in the future. And I think you add that with the the quarterback empowerment movement that's kind of going on right now. Uh, that's kind of inspired by the NBA. Uh, where Deshaun Watson isn't happy, so he's I just don't want to be here anymore. And Russell Wilson's not happy, and he says I maybe don't want to be here anymore. And I think we we could see a lot more of this. We're not, it might be less and less common to have quarterbacks play uh, for a team for twenty years. Uh, when when you know if you're unhappy, uh, you just ask for a trade. You go go play somewhere else, and and teams might start being like, okay, we can just find a quarterback. Uh, we you know there's there's so many quarterbacks coming out of college now. And know how to play, uh, you know, and this is a few years down the line, um, you know, we'll find a guy. It's it's not that hard to find a guy. I think that that's something to potentially watch in the coming years is is how that could potentially ch- change a, a quarterback 
uh, signing these these deals and just sticking with a team uh, for years. That might not be the case for for much longer. And but do I think that Russell Wilson gets traded? I'm gonna lean no for now. I, I just I, I I can't imagine it happening. Apparently, uh, Chicago is all in on going after um, Russell Wilson. I don't know what they would really offer. I mean, you could maybe offer him Khalil Mack in, in a couple firsts, but I, I, I don't know if Chicago really has enough to offer uh, for Russell Wilson. And if it comes down to Seattle, uh, for Seattle, Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson, if that's really what it comes down to, I I, I don't know how you can, you can take Pete Carroll in that situation. In my opinion, you fire Pete Carroll so fast uh, you say, don't let the door hit you on the way out. We have a top five quarterback. We're not picking you over a top five quarterback. I don't think Pete Carroll is that good of a head coach that you throw your your franchise quarterback out the window. So do I think that Russell Wilson gets traded? I, I, I don't see it right now, but uh, we'll have to see how this develops uh, in the coming weeks. And then to wrap things up, we're just going to go over a little bit more of the Deshaun Watson situation and the developments that we've had uh on that front in the past few weeks that we've been gone. Uh, obviously, if you haven't yet heard, I don't know where you've been, but Deshaun Watson uh, is unhappy with the Houston Texans, the, right, the direction that they're going. Uh, he doesn't like Jack Easterby. Uh, he doesn't like, uh, he doesn't seem to have a very good relationship with Cal McNair, uh, the owner of the Houston Texans. And before we took the break, Deshaun Watson actually demanded a trade or requested a trade uh, from the Houston Texans, uh, he no longer wants to be a part uh, of what they're trying to build there. And since we've been gone, uh, what since we've been gone, <laughs> I think we both thought, I thought about, about that, that instantly. Uh, right as I said it, yeah, I could see your eyes light up, and really? mine did too. Uh, you want <laughs> to sing a little gone. line for us? Uh, no, it's not my key and not in my range. Actually. Okay, all right, so, sorry. all right, and that's by Avril Lavigne. Who's that by? So, uh yeah. Since you've been gone, yeah. Okay. So, I think so. Okay, sweet. So since we've been gone, uh, Deshaun Watson actually met with uh, the new head coach, David Culley, uh, and apparently nothing changed. Uh, he, he, Deshaun Watson reiterated uh, that he still wants to be traded and has no intention to play uh, for the Houston Texans, and that was reported by Dan Graziano of ESPN. And then... Um, Diana Russini of ESPN also reported that the Texans continue to avoid conversations regarding a trade with other teams uh, with Deshaun Watson. Teams are trying to call, but I just imagine teams calling uh, and saying, hey, uh, Deshaun Watson. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, um, what do you guys think about they're not being a combine this year? Or like they just try to change the subject completely. It just says avoid conversations. So they're still having the conversations, but they're just kind of are moving the conversations elsewhere. It's kind of funny to imagine NFL teams uh, just avoiding a topic. Uh, and, and Ian Rappaport also reported that no one believes that the, the people that are trying to trade for Deshaun Watson, none of them believe that Deshaun Watson is actually going to get traded because Houston seems to be completely dug in uh, on not trading Deshaun Watson. Tom Pelissero of NFL Network also reported that teams are literally leaving voicemails for Houston uh, with trade requests because they won't pick up the phone. So this is just like a real desperate situation here, here for a lot of teams. Um, and, and 
then you have other reports like like David Tepper uh, for the Carolina Panthers seems to be obsessed with adding a franchise quarterback, and they've been linked to Deshaun Watson. It's it's been reported that they are going to go all out to try to get Deshaun Watson. Um, Denver apparently will pursue Deshaun Watson if the situation arises. Um, and I, I don't know what this situation, I, I still am convinced that Deshaun Watson will get traded. This is, I feel the exact opposite, uh, as I do with the, with the Russell Wilson situation. I I've said since almost the beginning, I, I feel like Deshaun Watson is going to play somewhere else. We had Jalen Ramsey came out this week. Uh, he is actually with the same agency, uh, as, Deshaun Watson, he said he doesn't think Deshaun Watson's ever going to play for the Houston Texans again. Um, and I think Deshaun Watson will play somewhere else eventually. If I'm Houston, I mean, if I could just give Houston a little bit of advice, just just give up, man. Just give up. You blew it with this guy. You, you, you can get the best value possible right now on a player that absolutely does not want to be there. You can get the best value you can right now before free agency. The moment free agency hits... Uh, or the moment the draft hits, your your potential payout for Deshaun Watson drops tremendously. Teams like the Dolphins, uh, who have been linked to to Deshaun Watson since the beginning, they were like the first team that was linked uh, to the to Deshaun Watson when the rumors came out. If you get to the draft and the Dolphins use up their two, their two first round picks this year, there's one potential suitor that's gone. They're going to be moving on. Tua is going to be their guy. Uh, you get past free agency. There's so many quarterbacks that are going to be moving around this free agency and have moved around this free agency. There's going to be a bunch of suitors that just move on and say, we just got to get our own quarterback. And maybe Houston is hoping that uh, Deshaun Watson will will see that and be like, oh, maybe I have nowhere to go now and I'll just stick in Houston. But Deshaun seems to be extremely adamant. He does not want to play uh, in Houston any longer. And Houston seems adamant. They are not trading him Um but to me, it just—I don't know. It's, if I'm Houston, I, well, I, I guess I wouldn't trade him. But uh, at this point, it seems almost too late to not trade him. It seems like the damage has been done. I would just try to get the maximum value possible. Uh, and and this is an interesting development. Ian Rapport seems convinced that this could go on for a very, very long time. It could be it could be months before we see Deshaun Watson traded, and that's going to eliminate a lot of teams. I think uh, from. Uh, the conversation. I don't think the Dolphins, if this last month, the Dolphins won't be involved in this anymore because their first round picks will have been used up. Uh, I think the Jets, potentially Carolina, maybe Detroit could be interested uh, if this goes on for a few months. If I had to guess right now where he ends up, I still, I don't know. I just feel like with the aggressiveness of David Tepper, that that he might end up in Carolina. I think he's from Carolina. So that, just, that seems to make the most sense for me. Miami also makes sense. New York. But if I had a team other than my my Dolphins, other than that bias, I would love to see him on the on the Dolphins. Other than that, I would love to see him on Carolina as well. I think that would be a fun uh, team for him to go to. Uh, but we'll just have to see. It seems like this this could last a lot longer than even I anticipated. Uh, last weekend, I just I really had a feeling uh, he was going to get traded. It really felt like I don't know. I could just feel something in the air. I I, I maybe it was like. It's like when an old person can feel it in their foot when there's a storm coming. I could kind of feel that. And apparently I was way off because Deshaun Watson did not get traded. Uh, and he might not get traded for a while, but we'll definitely keep you guys posted on everything that happens there. But that kind of wraps up our first show back. Uh, back on the Average Joe football show. It's crazy to be back. I feel like I kind of forgot how to breathe while mm-hmm. doing this. 
I'm really short of breath. This forgot little, how to ride your yeah, bike. Yeah, I, I definitely forgot how to ride my bike. I, uh, yeah, that was a lot of talking. I haven't done that much talking in a very long time. I hope you guys enjoyed all my talking. Joe, I hope you enjoyed being back. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you doing while I was talking? Not a whole lot. Looking through Snapchat memories from when I was uh, in high school. Nice. Yeah. Anything good in there? Yeah, a lot of good stuff, actually. It's pretty cool. Uh, you showed me a couple of shirtless pics. So that was <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, wow. One. All right. That's when I was in my prime. Yeah, that was it was nice. You had, a, you had a good bod back in back in your prime. I know, right? That was great. Um, yeah, good show, Joe. I don't know if you have anything you want to plug uh, before before we wrap things up. <laughs> no. Um, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on socials, on social media, uh, at underscore Average Joe Show uh, on Instagram. And just follow my personal Twitter, underscore Joe Fair underscore on Twitter, because I can't figure out how to get my old username back there. I post funny things on there sometimes. Joe, it looks like you want to say something now. I think we have to say something. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what you're. I know what you're saying. Yes, one hundred percent. We have an obligation to say something, actually. And I'm yeah, gonna, we I'm, have an I'm gonna let you take this one away. Um, we actually had an, uh, another rating, a five star rating, actually, on our, on our podcast good. recently. Um, and uh, from Heavy Duty Twenty Two, and he says uh, they say. Uh, don't like NFL, love this show. The boys are entertaining and it makes time in the tractor fly by. Call 226-234-6624 for all your compost spreading needs and like for a TBH. Like for a TBH. So very good. Do you feel like we should bleep out that number? You think that he actually wants people to call him? Well, he put it on the thing. That's true. That's not our problem. Thank you Heavy Duty 20, Heavy Duty 22 for the 5 star rating. And you can also be like Heavy Duty 22 if you want uh, anything to be read on the podcast, as long as it's not abusive or mean. Uh, give us a five-star rating and a five-star review. You can put a little comment on there, a little, a little blurb, review, little a little blurb um, about uh, whatever. And we'll say it on the podcast. It doesn't even have to be anything about the podcast. It mm-hmm. can be whatever. You can say something controversial. You can say something uh, uh, regarding uh, President Vladimir Putin. Uh, whether you like or dislike him i don't really care uh we'll read it on the podcast even if it puts us in danger of for, foreign diplomats you know what i'm saying yes uh so just as long as we get our five-star rating we'll say whatever the heck you want us to say uh, as long as it's not abusive or mean towards anybody except for Bla- vladimir putin <laughs> yeah exactly he right. can take it right he can take it i think, I so, think too. so uh but yeah make sure you call heavy duty 22 for any composting needs that you might have i think that uh if anything our listeners really need composting mm-hmm. uh, for sure but uh yeah make sure you guys tune in every week it's good to be back um we will catch you guys on the next one